We're excited about the word, so let's just get right into the word tonight. Would that be okay? I want you to turn to Philippians. To Philippians. And I believe we're going to chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. And I want to start in verse 8. Actually, 7. Philippians 3, 7. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ. And he's really talking about those things in this natural realm and just uh, that the, the flesh covets and that type of thing, isn't he? In verse 9, thank you for all those, yes, he is, amen. In verse 9, and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from faith, uh, from God by faith. And, and let's just back up and read that again. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness. And what does that mean? In other words, it doesn't come through works. Yeah. right works. Yeah. It comes because a right heart is being acted on. The faith in your heart is being acted on. And really that righteousness because we are righteous, right? So we're just recapping a few things we've been talking about in Christ realities. And we're going a little bit different. Uh, we're going to read some more here. Uh, a little bit different vein. But we'll recap a little bit. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We've been made new creatures in Christ. Old things have been passed away all things have become new. You are a new creature in Christ if you're a Christian. Amen. And we walk out the reality of who we are in Christ by saying, Lord, I've got faith. I've got peace. I've got love. I've got joy. I've got everything I need. And as I act on that, then that is sanctification. In other words, righteousness is who you are, but right deeds are walking out that righteousness, which really is called sanctification. Sanctification is walking out your righteousness. Amen. So again, let's read that in that light. And be found in him not having my own right deeds, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. So everything we do in life, from getting saved to waking up in the morning to whatever it is, comes through faith. So if you don't want to use faith anymore, I guess you better go home early. I'm just saying. All right. Everything comes by faith. Tithing comes by faith. Giving comes by faith. Everything we do. And it's okay to say, Father, I receive your redemptive rights and privileges by faith. Because that's who you are. You are a new creature in Christ. And you've got the faith inside. So therefore, you have a right in Jesus' name to use your authority to accept anything you need. Because you are what? Righteous. Amen. Now, in verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. This is really what I wanted to get to. That I may know him. In other words, that I may have a revelation knowledge. Not just a knowledge. That 
a book gives. Now, I don't call the Bible just a book because the Bible is something that can change our lives and we are to honor. But how many know the Bible will not affect change in your life unless you are acting on it? And unless you are acting on knowledge of that word, you're not going to have life or the grace of God. These are all synonymous terms. The Holy Spirit working in your life. Amen? that I may know him or have revelation knowledge and the power of his resurrection. Now, we all know that we have power that lives inside of us. And again, synonymous terms, power, grace, Holy Spirit, life, glory. Really, the glory is that manifest power. But really, honestly, the power of the resurrection, in other words, what raised Christ from the dead, is more of a manifestation of the grace of God in our lives. In other words, it's what raises you up. It's actually, it's, it's what we see happening in our lives. Resurrection power. We call it resurrection power because we see restoration. We see God lifting us up. Yes, we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, but are we seeing that? We know that we're seated in heavenly places. Why? Because we're righteous. But are we walking out that authority? We're not just sitting in the clouds with the scepter in our our hand eating Cheetos. You understand? (laughs) Talking to the, you know, there an angel flies by. Hey! No, it's, it's, we're not in the ether world. The kingdom of God lives within you. And because you're righteous, you rule and you reign. Amen? So, in the manifestation of that, you would be walking out the blessings of God. And that's what we call resurrection power. Let's talk a little bit more about that. That I may know or have the revelation, or you could see that really that word know means to perceive or to understand. And we know that we've got knowledge, but then it becomes what? Understanding or faith's understanding of the heart. They're in Colossians. Faith's understanding of the heart. Then it becomes wisdom when you act on it. In other words, wisdom is an action of using your faith. And it's the manifold wisdom of God that we are aiming toward. In other words, it's just a a, a constant uh, rolling ball effect. What do they call that? Snowball effect. Thank you. Of really righteousness coming out because we're walking out the life of God. We're using our faith. We're, we're allowing the re- redemptive rights and privileges. We're, we're, we're daily walking in who we are in Christ. We're, we're tithers. We're givers. We're walking in health. I understand that you might be dealing with some symptoms in your body, but don't let that get you down. Just start making the changes by going to the Word and then in line with the word, what the word says, start saying it. Start saying it. Uh, there's some natural things you can do too. I mean, do what you can in the natural, but say what the word says. Believe it in your heart, say it with your, with your mouth, and walk out and let it be a snowball effect of not just healing, but what? Health. Daily health. And sometimes I get frustrated 
because, you know, it's like, oh my goodness, dealing with that symptom again? But if I go there, that's what the devil wants. You see, he wants me to start uh, going down that rabbit trail of questions of why this isn't happening. You always have to answer it with the word of God is happening. It is working. If, if, if we're not seeing it work in our life, then we are not working it somehow. We are not using our faith. We are not saying it enough. We're not believing it somehow. Maybe there's something. I mean, you can eat a whole bowl of broccoli, but if you're disobedient to the plan of God or you're not walking in love, that broccoli's not going to work for you. So it's never on God's end if you're not seeing the redemptive rights and privileges of God manifest in your life, right? So then I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. And let's look at that word fellowship. There we go. Partnership. Participation. So uh, you could say communication, but it's really a partnership. It's participating. That I may have a revelation knowledge of him... And the manifest presence or power of his resurrection power working in my life. And the partnership or the fellowship of his sufferings. In other words, because we're in Christ, we are in him and he is in us. And we partake of what he partook of. Amen? Amen. Amen. We have all the, the blessings of God in Christ. It's just like when you go into, what have we been talking about? When you go into a house, if you own that house or you rent it or whatever, you actually the owner of that home and you can use whatever tool in that home. It's yours. Go in the bedroom, lay down in the bed if you're tired, go in the kitchen and, you know, turn on the coffee machine use the carrick, whatever. Um, You can use the tools that are in there. And I like tools in my house. And I like organizational stuff in my house. I don't, you know, I I don't like a lot of clutter stuff. And and I just like things to be in together. So use it. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. That, That was all good. So that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. So, so knowing him or having a revelation knowledge and having the manifest presence of God working in our lives and fellowshipping with him in his sufferings, being conformed to his death, are all encased in one. In other words, it's just not having a knowledge, but it's having a revelation that we're walking out. And if we're walking it out, then it's manifesting. The power is manifesting in our life. That same power that raised Christ from the dead will manifest in your life if what? You have a revelation and you're actually acting on that revelation. Because we don't just come to church to learn the principles. But we need to have an experience of, remember we were talking about getting an image of the word inside of you. And we use that illustration of if you see a picture of Yellowstone, it's not the same as if you go there. If you see a picture of Yellowstone and then you have an opportunity to go to Yellowstone and you say, oh my goodness, when you get back and you look at that picture, it will never be the same. 
will never be the same. You'll, you'll start getting an image of all the different facets and the manifold wisdom of God that is the snowball effect that comes as a result of using your faith, using who you are in Christ, learning not just the principles, but fellowshipping with him. Yes, that's right. That's right. And who he is in yes. his sufferings. Yes. In other words, what did he do that we would have life? Yes. You see, I don't have to die on the cross. Right. But there is something I have to do. I've, I've got to put down my flesh. Yes. So I do conform to death in that I have to put down my flesh daily. Yes. And tell it, you're not, you're not going to be in control anymore. So that's what it's talking about. I don't have to go to the cross. Jesus already died for you and took your sickness, took your poverty, took your oppression. If you're walking in oppression, it's not my fault. I mean, some people act like it's the pastor's fault. Because, you know, but... It's a good indication that you need to use your faith. It's a good indication you need to use your authority. Yeah, Pastor Debbie, but if you would do this, this, and this. No, honey, it's on you. Use your faith. We'll do whatever we can to help you. Amen. I've come out of a lot of things in my life. But I had to finally realize nobody else could do it for me. So if you have fear in your life, if you have oppression in your life, if you have poverty in your life, if you have sickness, if you have lack, if you don't have friends, I'm just saying, you're going to have to use your faith. It helps to be friendly too. Amen. And it helps. I'm not going to go there. All right. So let's move on here. Let's move on. So I'm going to read it again, that I may know him or have the revelation knowledge of him. And, and, and when I have a revelation knowledge and I'm walking out who I am in Christ, then I'm going to understand the power of his resurrection. I'm going to have a fellowship of his sufferings. In other words, I'm going to be telling my body, you are not in control any longer. I will be conformed to his death, not dying again, but in my flesh and my old man telling it, you no longer have, have residence here. I'm new in Christ. You're not ruling me any longer. Amen. Amen. And then it says, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. And what is that word attain? Because you know I'm a wordsmith. Arrive at, come to, attain to a thing, to come to a place over against opposite. In other words, God sees us as complete. And we've been talking about that. He sees you as healed. He sees you as blessed. He sees you free from oppression. He sees you righteous. Do you see yourself that? Are you walking that out? That, that completeness comes. My friend, just turn it around by that little rudder called your mouth. And that tongue is the rudder. Just turn it around. I understand. There are times, I'll, I'll be honest with you, tonight I felt tired. She's like, I'd really like to call. Ann, could you take the service tonight? But I just, I refuse to do that. Why? Because 
I've got the gift of God in me and I've got something to say. And there's a message that I have in my spirit. And there's uh, too many natural things that I had to do earlier in the day. And sometimes, you know, it is what it is. But we're moving on, right? And sometimes, you know, and I don't like that. But you just move on and you get over yourself, right? And you do what you need to do. And being here in the house of God, whether it's in your seat or it's up here preaching and teaching, we are uh, forsaking not. The assembling of ourselves together, and there's a blessing in that. And on the in on the way, actually in the in the bathroom when I was getting ready, I'm like, Lord, I just take your refreshing, and and I just you know, uh, part of the day that I really really genuinely could, I just turned to my heart and said, Lord, I just I I, I take refreshing, and I just took deep breaths. Why don't you just do that right now? Just take a deep breath. Praise the Lord. And you just think on Him. And, and, and you just turn your heart, you turn inward. Turn inside. Stop thinking about the problem. You know, I had to, I, I had to eventually, it's like, okay, I am not going to do this anymore. I, I, I can't. And, you know, I, I was on the phone with uh, some of the staff and this and that, and I was just not. You know, and and they're just doing their job, but I'd like I have to get ready for the service. <laughs> Got to get ready for the service. And there are certain things because we have time limits and what have you that needed to be done. So I I got on and did what I need to do, but I just had to turn my focus, turn inward, turn to the Lord. It's like Lord, I need some of that resurrection power working for me. Let's learn a bit about that, okay? So. God wants, I wrote this down, to bring us into new experiences with him that are all based on the foundation of his word. Now, Pastor Jay was talking about that on Sunday, wasn't he? Not based on our past experiences or the experiences of others. And then we go to Hebrews 11.6, and I'm going to read that to you. And it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. By faith, Noah built an ark. By faith, Abraham. By faith, Sarah. You understand? By faith, by faith, by faith. In other words, that resurrection power can't work in my life if I am not using my faith. We are righteous, but we need to please our Father. And when we turn inward to the faith of God and to the peace of God and to the refreshing life of God that is in our spirit, then we begin to draw out. And that's when it can manifest in our life. That's when it actually raises us up to help us get out of the swamp of the day. Or, or it just, I need some strength. How many of you go into your day and it's like, I don't know how I'm going to accomplish that today. But when we say, Lord, I need your help. And he set it up that when we meditate on his word, when we put his word first, when we put it into our mouth and start speaking it rather than the problem... We're going to start seeing that resurrection power that raises you up. Anybody just feel like you could float on your chair by now? (laughs) Well, 
maybe not that. Anyway, move along. That's weird, Pastor. <laughs> in my spirit, I see myself raised up in Christ. And I start experiencing it in the natural. I, and the thing is, if you start saying that rather than all the way to church, well, bless God, I'm tired tonight. How do I have to go to church? Shut up, Pastor! <laughs> Let's, let's turn that around and incorporate some faith that pleases God. Oh, praise the Lord. You know, it's been a long day, but praise the Lord. He's good to me. And I'm just, oh, thank you, Lord. I take strength. And it doesn't matter if the person in the car next to you is like... <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I take strength. And, you know, somebody just spit up in the back seat. Praise the Lord. Okay, well, we better stop and take care of that. You know, but it's, if we want it to manifest in our life, the only way we're going to turn it around is drawing from within. I'm talking about resurrection power. Not just the power that raised Christ from the dead. I'm talking about the power that helps you get through spit up on the way to church. Does that ever happen? Miss Alexis and Noah. I'm just Noah. Well, welcome to the club. Okay. Praise the Lord. We're not going to confess it over you. We don't have to. It's going to happen anyway. Praise the Lord. Verse 12. Not that I have already attained... But I will say this, if you're speaking it all the time, you're going to have it a hundred times over. I'm just saying. My kids are wonderful. That's what I say about them, and they really are. <laughs> I'll move right along. It works on my cat, you know. Hey, it works on you all. I'm just saying. You know, you're my kids. And it, yeah. Trust me, it works. Move them right along. Verse 12, not that I have already attained or am already perfected. Well, what does that word perfect mean? Matured, spiritually matured. But I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. And I need to look at that word laid hold. And it means to seize, to possess, come upon, obtain, and perceive, comprehend. Well, I believe it's talking about gaining that revelation knowledge and using it. Yes. Yeah. Amen. 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 Lay hold. In other words, it's just not looking at principles. It's using those principles, but using principles in actually coming one with the word in fellowship. Amen. So we'll go back again, and we're going to read that prior scripture, because I haven't got off that yet. That I may know him. That I may have revelation. And how do we know him? It comes first through his word. What did we learn on Sunday? It comes through his word. We cannot really truly get to know our father, his nature, his character, his goodness, his love, aside from his word. And when we start to get an image of who he is, it's because we're in his word and we're starting to lay hold 
with revelation and starting to act on it. Now let's go to Joshua 1 because it talks about that, doesn't it? Joshua 1. Is this all right? Where's Joshua? (laughs) Okay, I lost Joshua. We're going to find him any minute now. There he is. Okay. So Joshua 1, let's go on down to verse 6. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you you shall divide as an inheritance land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, he says it again, that you may observe to do. See, that's that same really meaning as that lay hold. Observe to do means you're looking at it. You're gaining revelation. You're getting an image. You're actually becoming one with that word. You're walking into that picture, so to speak. You're looking all around. It's the plan of God for your life. So it's okay to cry. It's okay. But you raise up when you look to me and let me fill that gap with my healing power. That's what the Lord wanted to say. It's okay. It's okay. Thank you, Lord. For your goodness, and we just all take it. Your goodness, your mercy. Your loving kindness, your joy. Thank you, Father, for the memory of the people we love and care about. But this is a new day, and this is a new dawning. And things will turn, and in this next six months, you're going to see things that will turn and come to fruition in your life that you you would not have seen before. But because you stayed fast, you'll see it. You'll see it. Amen. Hallelujah. So as we walk by faith and we get an image of his word and we start seeing over here, over here, we we start, then we can lay hold of it. Then we can lay hold of it. But it comes together. Observing, looking, and then doing. Amen? That you may observe to do. You know, we're all family here. We're not trying to embarrass anybody when we minister by the Spirit. But every one of us can benefit from sometimes words from the Lord and say, you know what? That helped me too. That helped me too. We're all, we're all family here, aren't we? We're all family. And our needs are met. Hallelujah. So again, only be strong and very courageous. He, he says that over again. That you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded. So they had the law back at that time. But we have uh, the New Testament, the Old Testament and the New Testament. And it's come alive to us Because we are in Christ. In other words, that life of God within us, and we have revelation of his word that they didn't always have. 
that they didn't see like we see. Yes. You understand? We have a we we are new creatures in Christ. We see things differently now. Yes. Amen. Amen. It's an exciting world to live in, and I would encourage you: don't just uh, accept where you are in this life. Continue to grow. Continue to be excited about the new things of God. Don't allow offense to get in and crowd the way. Don't live your life frustrated and in fear and allowing the enemy to steal from you. Don't allow that. Let God make lemonade out of lemons in your life and start drinking that. Years ago, and I just say this because it came up in my spirit, years ago my uh, roommate, who was very dear, uh, passed away and she was just real precious to me. But one of the things God dealt with me is every time you think of her, think of the good things. And that helped me. That helped me a lot. And still today, I'm able to tell the funny stories and the different things about her. And, you know, she's in heaven, so she's far better. But that really, it it helped me to deal with that sadness at that time. And uh, not everybody's been in your place or been through what you've been through. And I'm not trying to say I've been through everything that everybody has been through in this room. But guess who has? Guess who has? And he's got all the answers for you. Amen? Praise the Lord. So observe to do. So let's go back. That was all free. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. So let's go on. And there's some things. Uh, Brother Keith Moore. And he taught on this. He said, faith and fellowship are inseparable. The joy of that relationship is fellowship. Relationship and fellowship are different. It is impossible to know fullness of joy by just knowing faith principles. If we don't know him, then we forget the principles. My faith is not just in the principles, but in the author of the book, in him. So I wrote this down. After reading that, so, knowing faith principles is one thing, but entering into that faith relationship and acting on our faith in him is fellowship. Acting out the word is fellowshipping with him. How many of you have looked into the word wishing that you could have what it said? Hoping that you could experience what it said. It's like, Lord, they, they're experiencing it. So-and-so, Brother Roberts came and, and they got completely healed. Why am I still dealing with my symptoms? See, we have to understand what true fellowship is. Fellowship isn't waiting for Brother Roberts to come with a word of knowledge so that we can be healed. Fellowship is getting into the word ourselves, getting an image of it inside, getting to know our Heavenly Father through His word and realizing that when we believe that we receive it, then we can just obtain it. We can just take hold of it. 
So it's a laying hold. It's a looking to. It's observing to do. It's, it's what Joshua said. Be strong. Be courageous. Just, just get up in your day and say, Lord, I've got some issues that need to change. So I'm going to change what I'm believing and I'm going to change what I'm saying. But let's get in his word. If it's hard, we're making it hard. If you want a manifestation of God's power in your life, raising you up to the places you need, then you're going to have to start looking at the word in a different way. What do you mean? Just start looking at it with the faith that you have inside of you already. Father, you said in Isaiah, he was wounded for my transgression. And I don't care how many times I have to read it until I get the revelation and I see it. And I, and I go into that word and, and that knowledge becomes revelation. I'm starting to perceive. I'm starting to understand. And then I, I'm walking in it eventually. Why? Because I'm saying it. And when you're saying it, you're actually acting on it. Amen. 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 Let his resurrection power restore you. Lift you up. We say that to the students at World Harvest. And many of them come from a different background. And as... All of us. But some of them, they're new to these things. And I just encourage them, let his resurrection power change you. Let it restore you. Don't stay the same. A doctor friend used to say that. Don't stay the same as you are. Just come. Stay for a year. You see, that's the thing. Many times people, they leave too soon. Pastor, I've been here 20 years. (laughs) Well... Have you, are, are you walking in the Word? Or are you on the outside looking in? Because it's not going to work for you. And there are people, they, they just start, they just, they're, I'm going to get it. But then they get distracted over here or here. Next thing you know, the enemy's got them believing that they got it over there. You lost it. The church here lost it. No, we didn't lose it. You just stopped looking. You forgot who you were in Christ. You forgot what God told you. Because we've had people tell us, God told me in prayer and he said this and he said this. I mean, I'm talking for weeks on end. And next thing you know, well, my family member wants to go over here to church. I'm like... What about what God said? What about that revelation? What about what you got because you were in the Word? Somewhere along the line, you got distracted and stopped looking at the answers. So knowing faith principles is one thing, but entering into that faith relationship and acting on our faith in Him is fellowship. Acting out the Word is fellowshipping with Him. So in verse 12, not that I have already attained or am already perfected. In other words, I'm walking it out, but you, don't, you may not see the completeness of it. God sees it. I'm saying it, but, you know, it's working in me. So I'm pressing. 
I press on that I may lay hold of that. I press on, and what does that word lay hold again? What does it mean? To seize, come upon, perceive, apprehend. In other words, that I may continue to walk in revelation knowledge and continue to lay hold daily. Because there are things in your life that will distract you and you've got to keep looking in that, in that word to see yourself. Are you going to, you know, we, we see that in James, right? That person that's looking in the water, they see themselves, but if they walk away, they're going to forget who they are. All right? So laying hold is an observing to do. It's a constant getting revelation, constantly walking it out. And then the manifold wisdom of God. It's a snowball effect of wisdom working in your life. And it's knowledge and understanding and wisdom. And it's a snowball and knowledge and understanding and wisdom. And you're walking it out and, and you're becoming more spiritually mature. It's an exciting life, my friend. Verse 13, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended... In other words, I haven't completely met the mark yet, but stick with me. One thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. In other words, I'm letting that resurrection power work in me every single day because I'm going to keep looking, I'm going to keep speaking, I'm going to keep trusting God, I'm going to keep fellowshipping with his sufferings and telling my flesh, you are not going to have your way. I'm going to keep and I'm going to move on and move out. And my friend, it's becoming real. And I'm experiencing the Yellowstone effect. No longer just a picture for me. I'm pressing toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. What does that word mind mean? Thank you for asking. To exercise the mind, entertain, or have a sentiment by implication to be disposed. Let me see. To have understanding. To be wise. Oh. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have knowledge, understanding, Wisdom, in other words, let it be the mind of Christ. What is he saying? The mind of Christ is ever looking, is ever taking hold, is ever walking in resurrection power. Why? Because, we'll go back to verse 10, we know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. If by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. In other words, I'm walking in it. I am attaining to it. I am going for it. Every day I'm seeing something different. Every day I'm growing. I'm gaining revelation. I'm seeing things that I've never seen before. That's fellowship. But in order to do that, you're going to have to tell your flesh to shut up. In order to do that, you're going to have to get your body to church. Because before, it's just like, I just want to stay home and watch Highway to Heaven. 
or take a nap or go eat a burger and some fries and a shake and make my flesh enjoy life. But how many know if you press toward the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus and you're constantly looking and you're constantly walking it out and you're constantly speaking, you're going to be refreshed. You're going to see healing power operate in your life. You know what? If you don't, it's because you missed it somewhere. (laughs) I'm just saying. But do what I do. Mercy. 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 Now, the enemy will attack us and bring things on us that, you know, because we're in the cage with the lion, like Pastor Jay says, but we have the whip, which is in the name of Jesus. So just because you're attacked doesn't mean that you did something wrong. I'm just saying that if you're not seeing a change, then we're looking in the wrong place. Can I say that? Okay. I'm not seeing any rotten tomatoes come up here. But we're trying to get you to look in the right place. Get the scriptures that promise you whatever you need. Get them, put them in front of you, start saying them. Get a revelation. It's a confession of meditation. And then it becomes a confession of faith when you get the light or the revelation of it. The understanding in your heart. I didn't say in your head, but in your heart. And as you start saying it, when you get revelation of it, you may say it for a while and not have revelation, but when you finally start getting the revelation of it, then that resurrection power will start to manifest in your life. It will raise you up. It will restore you. It will turn things around. And if that's not happening, you're not looking in the right place. Go back to the scriptures. Amen? Praise the Lord. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. And we're going to end with this. I want you to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Verse 1, And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined to know anything, uh, for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and, and Him crucified. I was with you in weakness and fear and in much trembling, and my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. If we want God to be demonstrated in our lives, we're just going to have to go back to the simplicity of what are we looking at? What are we getting an image inside of our hearts? It has to be the Word of God. Why don't you stand up? It has to be His Word getting in our spirits and talking to him about his word. Listening in a setting like this. And did you know that there are things clicking in this room? Can't you hear that? Clicking. Oh, oh, that's how it comes. It's that simple? By Jesus' stripes, I'm healed. By Jesus' stripes, I'm healed. 
you know, you mean I just start out with that and then I, when I start getting a revelation of, in other words, when I finally just accept it and take it, seize it, remember? Lay hold, seize it, and then I just say it because I believe it, then it will manifest in my life? Yes. Stop with all the questions. Stop trying to figure it out with your head. Just keep it real simple. And that resurrection power will begin to change you. And if there are things that you've missed it in like we all have, go back to the Word. He always gives us the answers. He always gives us the answers. Thank you, Father, for your Word. Thank you, Father. We thank you for revelation of your word. We thank you, Father, that the power of your resurrection is working in our lives. We're fellowshipping with you daily. You live in us. We live in you. We're saying no to our flesh. We're getting a picture of who we are in Christ what we have and what we can do in Christ. And we're using it. We're using it. We're using it. We're using it. Let's sing that worthy. Worthy. You are worthy.
Praise the Lord. Isn't the word good? Amen. Well, go your way just singing that of a childlike faith. Amen. That, that song is so appropriate, I believe, for this service. We love you.